Coming to you live from the Soup Studios in beautiful downtown Metro Delphia, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Get set for another thrilling episode of the Crime Buster Deluxe that Houdini of Whodunits, Jack McCoy, Private Eye. It was a dark day, overcast with a slight drizzle. Barometer at 29.7 inches and falling. The temperature was in the upper 50s. If I'd have been a meteorologist, I'd have been all set. But I wasn't. I'm a private investigator. I live by the skin of my teeth, which makes my dentist hate me. Some people say I have a chip on my shoulder. I tell them it came from my cleft chin. I'm a hard-boiled, hard-talking, hard-bodied hard case. And I've got two shots in me. The first one is whiskey. The second one is also whiskey. I might have a problem. I'd locked my steely gaze on the office door when I heard her footsteps coming down the hall. She waltzed in like she owned the place. Probably because she did. You're late with your rent. Again. I had two dozen tried and true stalling tactics to use for an occasion just such as this. Unfortunately for me, she'd heard each of them at least two dozen times. I was about to ask if she'd take partial payment in paper clips when the door opened again and she walked inside. She was kind of pretty in the same way that Jupiter was kind of big. A girl next door type, if you happen to live next door to Helen of Troy's pretty older sister. Her lips were redder than my Aunt Matilda's marinara. Her eyes were like swimming pools. And when she stared down at me, I wanted to doggy paddle something fierce. I'm looking for Jack McCoy, Private Eye. No, you're not, sister. You're looking at Jack McCoy, Private Eye. What can I do for you, Dollface? Oh, please don't call me Dollface. I'm sorry. What are you, some kind of feminist? No, it's just that we don't know each other well enough to be on a first-name basis. Dollface is your first name? Yeah. I'm sorry. What's your last name? Dollface. Your name is Dollface Dollface. I told you not to call me Dollface. I think you misunderstood. There was no direct address in that sentence. I didn't say, your name is Dollface, comma, Dollface, question mark. I said, your name is Dollface Dollface, question mark. No comma. Oh, I'm sorry. I understand. English is frustrating to me, too. So what can I do for you, Miss Dollface? I have a job for you. He'll take it. Not so fast, Ethel. What sort of job? <laughs> the kind that comes with a thousand-dollar retainer. He'll take it. I said not so fast. Though this time I understand you a little more. I want to know more about this job. What did you have in mind? Oh, I want you to find my lost cat. He'll take it. Yes. Yes, he will. Not to look a gift horse in the mouth, but a $1,000 retainer to find a missing cat? Well, this cat is a jaguar, which was exposed to gamma radiation. If he gets riled up, he breathes atomic fire. I'll rephrase my question. Only a $1,000 retainer to find a missing cat? If finding a jaguar in a heavily populated city doesn't sound like much of a challenge to you, then try it sometime. Actually, don't. It involves releasing a jaguar into a heavily populated area. I didn't have much to go on, except that the cat's name was Puffernutter. 
I didn't want to have to say that word too often, so it really wasn't much to work with. Fortunately, I knew somebody who might help. Sergeant O'Hanlon? Sure, and if it isn't Jackie Boy Mackay, the great private detective. Are you here to amaze the poor professional workaday crime fighters like myself with your amazing powers of deduction? Why do you gotta go and give me a hard time, O'Hanlon? Ah, I'm only funning you, me boy So, what brings you all the way to my little corner of the streets? I'm on a case. A case, you say? By St. Winifred's Baird? What are you looking for this time? Bank robbers? Counterfeiters? Did someone lose the hope diamond again? I'm looking for a jaguar. You don't say. Someone drove off with a stolen jaguar? Possibly. I don't actually know that it was stolen. Oh, you're thinking the police might have just impounded it, are you? What? Of course not. Why would the police try to impound the jaguar? Well, it sure in thunderation didn't drive off by itself. Oh, Hanlon, I'm talking about a real jaguar with four legs. No way would anyone build a car with legs. Not a car. A cat. A big, spotted cat with big teeth. You mean a cheetah? They're technically different species. But you're getting warmer. Listen, have you heard anything on the police radio about a jaguar on the loose in the city? Hmm. Not a word, Jack. Sorry, boy. Well, thanks anyway, O'Hanlon. Oh, Jack! We just had a torch. Yes? We did hear a bunch of squabble about a leopard over on Summer Street. I'm thinking you might want to go over there. Now that's a good idea. Sure. That leopard might be friends with your jaguar. And all you need to do is teach him to talk. And he'll tell you where you might be looking. Or, and I admit this is a stretch, I think that leopard might be my jaguar. And it just so happens nobody can tell the difference. Yeah, don't say. I do say. Any chance there were reports of this cat breathing atomic fire? Hmm. Now did you mention it? There was a bit of nonsense about radiation burns. That's my jaguar, all right. Thanks, O'Hanlon. Don't mention it, boyo. It's the least I can do. Say, why don't you swing by the house on Saturday? We've got some relatives coming to visit from the old country. Really? Where's that? Guatemala. Summer Street was only about 30 blocks away. I took the subway and a cab. Then I hoofed it the last three blocks to avoid the traffic. I guess a jaguar in the city can do that. Finally, I made my way into a small park. There, up a tree, I saw Puffernutter. Here, kitty, kitty. So the easy way was pretty much out. I headed back to the office. What are you doing back here without the cat? And why is your hair smoking? The cat doesn't like me, Ethel. So he's got good taste. So what? I'm going to need some help on this one, Ethel. I just came back here to make a couple of phone calls. 
Jonesy, I need a favor. Can I meet you at the lab in 20 minutes? Thanks. You're a peach. Who's Jonesy? Old friend of mine from college. She might be able to get this kitty to behave. Uh-huh. You said you needed to make a couple of phone calls. Oh, right. City Hospital? What do you have for radiation burns? Jonesy and I go way back. The only reason I passed chemistry was because of her. And the only reason she failed poli-sci was because of me. She was smart, beautiful, and the fourth biggest regret of my life, considering two of the others involved me ending up in the hospital, and the other one was a busted flush that lost me my first car. That was saying something. So how come I was stupid enough to let you go? Because you love me enough not to make me saw off my arm to get away from you? Oh, right. So what's the big favor, Jack? What do you know about cats? Are you asking me about beatnik poets, large earth-moving vehicles, or domestic felines? Yes, on the felines. No, on the domestic. I'm trying to track down a missing jaguar. Say that again slowly. You know, a jaguar. Looks like a leopard, but bigger and more South American. Yes, I know. Me and my team have been doing a lot with jaguars for the government. And as a matter of fact, we recently lost one. You don't say. So it's a bit of a coincidence that you're looking for something that went missing from a government research facility. Hey, there's a lot of jaguars in the world. What makes you think I'm looking for yours? First off, there aren't that many in the world anymore. Secondly, I think you're looking for mine because your face is covered in radiation burns. I thought I was supposed to be the detective. Okay, fine. Look at my face. What do you detect? It's the same look you had on your face before you hit me with that tortilla press. A smarter man would have ducked. I was smart enough to know that I had it coming. And I'm smart enough to know you're stalling. Who hired you to find the jaguar? I can't tell you. When a detective takes a case, there's a sacred bond of trust. Nothing could make me tell you the name of the woman who hired me. What if I pay you more than she did? Her name was Dollface Dollface. You know her? I don't, but I'm just a scientist. I do know the jaguars and hers. So what's the next step? You want your jaguar back? I know where it is. I just don't know how to get him. Oh, I can help with that. What do you want to do with your doll face? Something suitably nasty for someone trying to steal government secrets. Oh, good. You're going to date her. I don't know where Jonesy got a half dozen chinchillas. And I sure don't know how she got them to smell like catnip. But half an hour later, I was back in my office waiting for Dollface. Mr. McCoy? Hello, Miss Dollface. Do you have my puffer nutter? Yes and no. Are you having trouble with conjunctions, or am I misunderstanding you? No and yes. Well, I think you lost me. Completely. I lost you as a client the moment I found out the Jaguar wasn't yours. You tried to play me for a sucker. So you know? Yes and no. That's getting annoying. Explain yourself. I was the son of poor immigrants. I mean, explain what you mean. I mean, I know the cat's not yours, but I don't know who you're working for. Oh, I don't work for anyone. I just wanted a jaguar. 
Because you knew you could sell them to the Russians? The Chinese? <laughs> no. I just thought it was neat. You're a strange woman, Dalthys. But that's still a confession. Did you hear that, O'Hanlon? Sure, and I completely heard every word of it, Jack. Now, you come along with me, young lady. We'll take you somewhere you can learn your right from your wrong. Oh, you'll never take me alive, copper. O'Hanlon, you're shot. You're bleeding. Not me, Jack. She shot me, Thomas. It was full of borscht. I was carrying it for me lunch. Why did I buy a gun with only one bullet? Rookie mistake, darling. Why were you carrying a thermos full of borscht? It's an old Guatemalan family recipe. Oh, and don't worry, Jack. I'll make sure we pay to clean your carpet. Come along, Miss Dalface. Looks like I've got some paperwork to be done. Hey, Jonesy. Yeah, we gotta. You don't need to worry about her anymore. That's hardly fair. I didn't shoot anyone today. Listen, what do you say you and I go out for some drinks and talk about all the good memories? Really? Not one. Not one single good memory. Okay, how about making some new ones? And so, another criminal has been brought to justice, and the world is safer again. All is right with the world. Hey, I never got paid. And we're sure Ethel, the landlady, actually got paid for a change. It just happened behind the scenes. Tune in again next week for more exciting adventures of Jack McCoy, Private Eye. Jack McCoy, Private Eye, was produced by Seat of Our Pants Players, written and directed by Dan Wenzel. Jack was Richard Tennant. Your announcer was Andrew Dell. Dollface Dollface was Bree Kuby. Jonesy was Liz Music. Ethel was Jill Wenzel. And Sergeant O'Hanlon was Dan Wenzel. Music and sound effects by www.freesfx.co.uk. Main theme was Fast Talking by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. This is Dan Wenzel of Seat of Our Pants Players. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>